there, my name is Terry Bear, and welcome to I Have Things to Say. It's the podcast where I say things that might make you laugh, cry, think, maybe feel encouraged, but hopefully these things make you want to hear more things I have to say. It's awkward meets charm meets wit with a side of insight. So I'm glad you're here because I have things to say. Yay! Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of I Have Things to Say. My name is Terry Abair, and I'm here with you again because I have things to say. That's why we're here. That's what we do here on my show. Hey, today we're going to do another installment of Busting Buzzwords. If you caught the first installment of Busting Busting Buzzwords, say that a couple times real fast, Busting Buzzwords, Uh, we talked about uh, you not being a hot mess and kind of exploring what that means and maybe rephrasing that or rethinking uh, how we we toss that phrase around. And today I want to kind of do the same thing, but with a different buzzword phrase. So today we're going to bust the buzzwords, being present. Now, I want to be clear. I don't think being present with people is a bad thing. I want to talk about, though, how we have kind of taken that being present thing and made a whole movement out of it. And it's not always healthy, I don't think. So today we're going to talk about busting the buzzwords, being present, and how we can maybe take those words or take that idea of being present and make sure we're doing it in a healthy way. Stay tuned. We're going to bust being present today. Okay, so busting buzzwords today, being present. Let's talk about what that means. Um, And uh, this is kind of spurred by uh, a sermon I heard recently about being present. And I want to be very clear, being present with your people in your life is very, very important. But I want to talk about kind of how we twist that into a way that's not necessarily the healthiest way to approach being present and how we add a lot of stress, I think, and pressure on ourselves uh, to constantly be trying to be present to live up to what we think other people think being present really is. So when we talk about being present, it's actually, it's a commitment to change some kind of behavior, right? So when you post on Facebook, hey, today, this weekend, I'm just being present with my family, or you know, you focused on being present, that means there's something that you probably wanna change about what you've been doing because you feel like you haven't been present in some way or in some area of your life. So whether it's working too much and that's you feel like that's keeping you away from family and friends, or just keeping you away from other important things that you want to accomplish. Um, It's, you know, starting out, uh, maybe you're staring at your phone too much, you know, being present with people, but you're always on the phone, you're at dinner with your boyfriend and you're on the phone, or you're, you know, you're trying to have family night and you're on the phone, that kind of thing. So being present means putting down the phone. Uh, It means maybe maybe you do too much multitasking. So you're never really focused or present with one thing to accomplish. You're trying to do like five things at once. And so, you feel like maybe you're getting more done, but maybe it's not all done well. And you, you know, maybe if you focused or were more present with one thing at a time or two things at a time, uh, you would be more effective in that. So you're trying to be more present in your work. Um, you know, it's a general feeling of not being here when you're here, right? So you're here, maybe your body is here, you're sitting here, you're with people, but you're not really with people because your brain is elsewhere. You're checking your Facebook, something like that. So I think, and I think really, I don't have a historical documentation of this, but I, I really feel like the phone was the trigger when we we all get our smartphones and we stare at them all day. Guilty, guilty right here. I'm on my phone all the time. But when we took that 
as and we realized that even when we were with people, we weren't with people. We're sitting across the room and texting each other instead of talking to each other. Um, the phone, I think, was kind of the trigger for this kind of be present, be more present with your people movement. So whether it's at work, at home, with your kids, with your husband, we we talk about being present because it's a it's a thing we need to be more conscious of. You know, my parents, when I was growing up, they didn't talk about being present. It wasn't a thing back then. I, don't, I doubt their, present, their parents talked about, oh, we need to be more present with our kids. It just wasn't a thing. Like, we just were together. And I, mean, I grew up in a very happy, loving home. And my parents were there. They came to all the things. And, you know, we didn't ever feel like, you know, after dinner or whatever, if we were playing a game, like our parents weren't present. That just wasn't a phrase that anybody used because I think we had less distractions back then. Now we have so many distractions. We've got TV, we've got phone, we've got, you know, texts that pop up in the middle of dinner. We've got, you know, working all hours of the day because we're accessible all the time or we work from home or we run our own businesses and we don't know how to shut things off. That's where we've introduced oh my gosh, I'm not being present with my people, even though they're sitting right here in the room. So I totally agree that it's an issue. I totally agree that we need to pre we need to focus more attention on truly being present with the people we care about in our life and not be distracted by the stuff and the things. Um, it's a noble and 100% worthy cause. We should absolutely strive to be more present with our loved ones, in our jobs. Imagine showing up to work all day and not being distracted all day by your Facebook messenger popping up or something else happening. You actually just came in and had eight solid hours of work where you got stuff done you would probably accomplish more in one day than you've done in the past week, right? Because <laughs> you're distracted by all the things. And I think, you know, putting down the phone, listening uh, to people, to each other, to loved ones when you're with us, that's huge to put down the phone. Like that's such a huge, like sign of respect. And like, I hear you and I get you kind of thing these days when that's why that didn't used to be a thing. The phone used to be attached to the wall in the other room, <laughs> right? We didn't have to worry about putting out a phone to go talk to, you know, a person, uh, to make sure that they knew that they, that we heard them. So, um, but can you actually just kind of leave it at that? Like just, just saying, not even making it a whole big thing about being present. Cause I think and this is what we're going, this is where we're going next. We've made being present a huge thing and it's almost become a bigger distraction than just the distraction of our phone, right? So can you, if you're focused on being present, just focus on being present. Like, can you just leave it at that? And so hang on just a minute. I'm going to explain more about what I mean by that. So we covered what it means to be present, what we, what we, the meaning behind the words, where the idea kind of came about, you know, put the phone down and actually be in the space with people, pay attention, listen, focus, um, enjoy people. Um, but what do we actually do with that? What do we actually do with being present? We have taken being present, and I'm using air quotes that you can't see, and turned that into a monster of its own. It has, it has become a thing that we have added to our lives when I think the idea behind being present is actually to take things away or to reduce the number of things so that we have more time to focus on the things and the people that are most important to be present with them, right? So we actually, to be present, we do all the things. We have no filter for, <laughs> I don't have time for that. We can't say no, right? So we feel like, okay, if the kids have 10 events tonight, I need to be at all the things so that I can be present with my kids. And we've turned it into this burden. We've turned being present into a burden 
where I think the idea behind it is a positive one. And so I want to just focus on that and kind of talk about what is your motivation for being present with your kids? Um, because what I see, and I'm speaking to myself here as much as anyone, except not about what I'm about to say, but I see people feeling guilty about how much they work. And I'm talking to moms because I work with a lot of moms in the things that I do, the different jobs that I do. And I see a lot of mom guilt because they're doing work that takes them away from being with their kids all the time, or maybe forces them to have to work for an evening uh, where you know they should be home with the kids or their husband or their family. And they're feeling guilty about that. And I wanna talk about guilt because we, we are in a society right now that is motivated, I think, so much by guilt that is never intended for us to have. Um, we show up for every single event, even though we're absolutely exhausted. We don't feel like it's okay to say no because we have to be present. We change our behavior to be more present, but it comes from a place of guilt about the time we spend on other things of value in our life. So let me say that again. We take being present and we say, I'm gonna be more present. And so we change our behavior, but it comes so often from a place of guilt about the time we spend on other things of value in our lives. So you may be trading seeing friends uh, for, you know, well, I need to be at, you know, little Johnny's 19th piano recital this week. And he also has 14 soccer games. So I need to do all of that. So I can't see you again until next July because I need to be present with Johnny and my family. Okay. So there's that. Um, we post on Facebook about being present, but it's like, it's a badge of honor, right? Um, and this is, this is kind of disturbing to me because I feel like more and more we live our lives for Facebook and Instagram. And this is not a new idea. I'm not coming up with this on my own, but I feel like we have these perfect images of what we need to do. And I feel like some of us are, our behavior is motivated. And I say us truly, truly hundred percent throwing myself into that bucket. We, we need our lives to look and behave a certain way so that it feels good enough to put on Facebook and Instagram or that it feels good enough to the other moms in our circle so that they'll accept me or so that other people see that I'm being present. I'm gonna post on Facebook that tonight, this weekend, I'm being present with my family. I'm putting down the phone. Okay, but you just posted on Facebook about how present you're being, right? So it's this whole, it's become like a campaign, a being present campaign where we feel like we have to fall under this, okay, everybody's being present now. Okay, great, I am gonna be so present. <laughs> I'm be the most presentest person uh, ever. I'm gonna win being present. And that's not, it's like a competition that isn't really a competition because no one can be more present than anybody else, right? So everybody's interpretation and reality for being present is different. So if you're working tonight, and you know, if you're out on a, an event or doing something tonight to earn money for your family, that doesn't necessarily make you any less present than, than me if I'm at home with my family. It's just different circumstances, right? But you know, I'll post a, a picture, oh, here sitting by the fireplace with my children all snuggled around, enjoying movie night, whatever. And then you may post, tonight I'm out working at an event, come see me, blah, blah, blah. And who appears to be more present in that you know, in that comparison, we compare a lot. And that's part of, I think, what drives us to be more present or to say we want to be more present is the comparison to what other people are doing to show or to appear that they are more present. So I just want to take it back a notch. And I'm not accusing anyone if being present is like your, 
everybody, you know, likes to pick words for their year. Like this is my motivational words for the year. And if your words this year were to be present, I know you chose those for a very specific reason. You recognize something in your life or in a pattern or a habit where you wanted to take that and put something else first. And if it's kids, if it's a husband, it's family, it's a wife, that is awesome. You've made a good choice because you should always be putting family over things. And if you've recognized that you are not present with them, to the point that you decided to make it a thing, a change in your life that is admirable, that is amazing. What's not good is when we take that and it alienates other things or it leaves us out of things that we previously used to do and love, right? So if you're sacrificing too many things of what you actually love or too many people that you actually love to be present in one area, what what's your motivation there? And I'm not saying that some things don't have to be sacrificed for you to be present in a better way or in a way that you feel like you need to be, but make sure you're doing it for you, right? So it, I feel like it's become a catchphrase. It's become like a mantra. It's become a cultural way to live that I'm not sure is entirely healthy in the way it's always approached. So it's not truly about being present. It's about appearing present, right? And I just, I struggle with that because um, we, we just wear so much about how we look that sometimes we miss, okay, it's actually just supposed to be a way of life, right? We're supposed to be feeling, feeling a thing. We're supposed to be noticing a change in behavior that's adding something positive to it. Now, if you're, if you're truly like never home and never see your kids, you maybe need to actually truly be more present with your kids. (laughs) I'm just going to throw that out there. I don't have kids. I'm not judging, but if there, if there are, you know, if you need to be more present with your spouse, and uh, I hear dating your spouse is a thing. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. So if you need to, if you kind of catch you guys, you know, you catch yourself and saying, you know what, we really just continue to miss each other. We're working a lot. We're always doing things with the kids. I want to be more present with you, my spouse, you know, schedule date night. That's amazing. If you have friends that you don't really see very often and you realize that you miss them or that they miss you because you're always being present somewhere else stop for a minute and schedule a monthly friend present session, you know, call it whatever you want, being present with friends. But you know what there are, we need to make sure that we're not taking being present overboard to the point that we're not present anywhere, or we're present in the wrong places, doing the wrong things for the wrong reasons. Does that make sense? I hope it does. But there's, I think there's hope. I think there's a way to bring all of this together so that we can be present. We can make it a positive thing in our lives and that we're not driven by, okay, but am I more present than her? Am I more present than that family over there? I mean, she's at all the things. Does that mean she's present with her kids? I, I think, I think comparison is an issue, but I think there's gotta be a happy medium somewhere to figure out, okay, how can I be more present? How can I put down the phone? How can I focus dedicated time you know, in the evening after dinner with my family to make sure that they know that I'm there and that we love each other and we care about each other and we are present with each other instead of, you know, all staring at Netflix or iPads while we're watching Netflix. So we've talked about what it means to be present, kind of what what the intent there is. We've talked about kind of what we actually do with that is we take it and we... (laughs) We overthink it. We we go all in. We make it. We make it a. We make it the focus. We make being present the focus instead of just being present, right? So, here's what I think we need, though. I think we just need balance. And balance can be a tricky word. It can be kind of a catch-all thing. It can kind of be a you know, just find the balance. Like it's this mysterious thing out there, and I don't think it really is. But it does take, I think, intentional effort to find balance and in being present versus letting ourselves off the hook. 
Um, I just, I, I feel like we are motivated these days too much by guilt, whether it's other people making us feel guilty, but more often I think we make ourselves feel guilty and that motivates what we do and it's not healthy. We're not happy if we're being motivated by guilt. So here's what I would encourage you to think about. And these are some things I'm going to be thinking about too. So don't worry. And just, you know, disclaimer again, if you've not listened, if this is your first episode with me, let me just be clear. I'm not a therapist. <laughs> I do not have things figured out. I'm just Terry. I just see things. I just observe things. I just have things to say. So I am not giving you any kind of legal advice. I'm not giving you any kind of therapist advice. I have no, I have no certifications literally in anything. Okay. So this is just Terry talking from observations, but as an introvert, as a quieter person, as someone who observes a lot, uh, I see things and I see things sometimes that other people don't see. And I see, um, I see things that need to be talked about that aren't always talked about because we're trying to fit in. We're trying to be present. We're trying to do the thing. We're trying to, you know, follow the, the latest buzzword to make sure we're doing that really well. And it looks really good on Facebook versus just stopping and thinking, okay, what does that actually mean? And is doing that thing that everybody is claiming is healthy. Is that actually adding more stress or is it actually a helpful thing to me? I think we should constantly be reviewing whatever we're doing whether we feel like it's a good thing or a bad thing, positive things need to be reviewed too. And in anything that anybody does to make a positive change, you need to make sure you're making that positive change for the right reason. And the right reason should be for you and or your family, not because everyone else is doing it, not because somebody just came out with a book about it and it's really popular and everybody's reading it, not because somebody is famous and talking about it all the time and, and making it into a thing. You need to decide things for you and or your family if you have family. So here's the thing, finding the balance. Here's what we should think about, I think, my opinion. Are you putting too much pressure on yourself to be present? Okay, let that sink in just a little bit and think of be present in air quotes again. Um, are you putting too much pressure to on yourself to be present? Honestly, to me, being pre present should be a relief, right? You shouldn't have to work at it. You should be able to put down a phone and then everything gets easier for the next couple hours while you're with someone, right? Because you don't have another, you don't have that distraction. You're not trying hard to be present. You just are. It's a state of being. It's not an it's not an activity. It's not an exercise. It's a habit, I think. I think it's a habit to get into it's a habit to put down the phone instead of both being on your phone and texting each other from across the room, to both put down the phones and talk or go to dinner and not check your phone. You know, those kind of things are constant habits, but it should be freeing. It shouldn't be adding pressure or guilt to your life to, oh my gosh, I have to be present today. Um, I have to go do the thing and be with that person. I have to be present. So what am I going to do to be present? You shouldn't have to think about it, right? You should just do it. What is your motivation to jump on the be present movement, right? Have you noticed some a relationship or something in your life that is suffering because you aren't focused on it enough? Um, do you Do you notice that you can't ever put your phone down? Like you're at dinner with friends and you can't put your phone down. Okay, maybe you need to be more present. Um, is it something that your spouse has talked to you about? Hey, you're, you're never here in the evenings when I'm home from work. You're always out working. Can we find, you know, can we find some time for us? Can we schedule date night? Um, what are you sacrificing to appear more present, right? So if you're being present is adding time and effort to your schedule, to your life, so that it is causing more stress for you, considering what you're sacrificing, okay? Um, are you sacrificing other good relationships? Are you sacrificing uh, time with people you enjoy? Are you sacrificing a hobby that you really love? Um, you know, you should have, <laughs> there should be time in your life. And I know time and 
life circumstances are going to ebb and flow over over your lifetime and at different times in life you're going to be able to focus on different things but i mean thinking balance wise in a perfect world you should be able to have your job whether you go to a job or you run a business or do whatever you do you should have time for family and friends right you should have time for your spouse significant other to enjoy that's not working time you should have time for to do things you enjoy so you know if your job isn't your hobby and your hobby isn't your job what it, what do you like to do and do you have the time to do it and um you should have time to spend with people outside of your family so you should have friends you should be spending time with friends and you should be making time to spend with friends if your friends are being you know if and here's the thing that i see a lot and this is coming purely from the single person's perspective i miss you my my married friends <laughs> i miss you a lot my mar married friends with family because it, and this is not a slam on you but sometimes you being present with your family and saying that and making that a huge issue means i get left out <laughs> so when you're present with your family it could be next july before i see you again and i miss you it's so sad for me because i like you and i see you on facebook uh, and I hear from you from time to time, but I actually like to spend some time with you because me, for me, being present <laughs> includes my friends uh, and I would like to be present with you. So that's just a little plug for my friends out there. But think about that. Are you sacrificing something that's valuable to you? Are you sacrificing a valuable friendship who speaks truth and who is enjoyable to be around and who means something to your life because you feel like you have to be present with your family all the time? Okay. There should be no have to in being present. It should be a choice that we enjoy making that's easy to make. Right. So here's the thing. Um, those, and here's the thing, the guilt comes from us, but some of our guilt that we put on ourselves and the pressure that we've put on ourselves to be present comes from, um, placing, placing things on other people that aren't necessarily there. And here's what I mean by that. Cause I didn't say that in the best way. Um, you may feel like you need to be more present with your family because um, they think they need to, you mean, need to be more present with them or they don't understand why you're working so hard. So let me tell you this, and this goes out to my mom friends, and this is not a new thing. This is something I've heard in different places. I heard it at a recent, I've heard it from Rachel Hollis. I've heard it from other people and it just resonates so well. And I wanna say this to you because it's something that I observe too. Um, you're, uh, those of you, those who you are being more present with they love you right they appreciate you they respect you because you're choosing if you're making a choice to be more present with somebody that is somebody who is special in your life right and you know what they're probably you're probably special to them too they respect you moms your kids don't resent you if you work i want you to hear that because i know that that's a that's a big thing mom guilt i don't have mom guilt <laughs> i'm not a mom uh i have other guilt but not mom guilt but your kids are not going to resent you if they see you working hard to support and provide for your family. If they see you doing something that you enjoy doing as a, you know, as a side gig or a side hustle, you know, instead of just being mom all day, you are mom all day, but they're not going to think less of you because you're out making something that you enjoy or, you know, pursuing a business or, or something that you love. We put that guilt on them. Oh, I feel so guilty leaving my son for a few hours tonight while I go work a party or why I go do this other thing or why I go spend an evening with my friends. You know what? You need time for you. Being present doesn't always have to be about someone else. Being present should often be about you. Think about that. Are you present with yourself? I'm present with myself a lot because <laughs> I live alone. I don't have family in the house, right? So I get a lot of alone time and I'm an introvert. I love it. I dig it. 
I'm totally down with my alone time. I need it to recharge. I'm not always present with myself though while I'm alone, okay? I can distract myself with any number of things and that's what I do most of the time because it's really easy to do. TV, Netflix, um, you know, my phone, working on a podcast, working on something else. I'm constantly thinking and creating and doing things and keeping myself busy. Being busy is not being present, okay? And that goes for being present with yourself in your own time. Like, do you actually just take the time to say, I need this hour for me and not do anything else, but just be with you, right? That seems weird, but whether it's reading a book that you really wanna do, whether it's just literally sitting down and journaling, whether it's taking time to just think about life, think about maybe why you feel guilty taking an hour for yourself. When you choose to spend time with yourself, when you say, honey, I need a night off tonight to go spend time with my girlfriends, why is there guilt behind that? You deserve that. You deserve time for yourself to do little things that you wanna do for yourself. And girlfriend, your girlfriends deserve time to spend with you too. I'm just saying that because it's true. Um, they don't resent you. People are not gonna resent you. Your family's not gonna resent you if you have to miss an event. Think about it. My parents were at a lot of things. They made it a priority to come to a lot of my school stuff, my band rehearse, my band practices, all that kind of stuff. It's fantastic. But sometimes my dad had to miss stuff because he worked. Did I ever resent him for that? No, because I understood what he was doing. He was working to provide for the family. Now, I know that not everybody's family situation is the same way, but why do we feel guilty for providing for our family? Why do we feel guilty if we're out of town during an event with our kid? You know, it's just gonna happen and kids are gonna understand that. Now, make an effort to be everywhere you can, absolutely, but think about this. If you're struggling to get to all the things that your kids are doing and you're feeling guilty about it, why are your kids doing so many things? That's probably a whole other episode for a whole nother time, but oh my gosh, why are kids so dang busy? They do all the things. And I see all my mom friends and my parent friends running around like crazy because you know they have two or three kids and they all have to be at 19 different places tonight between the hours of 4 p.m. and 10 p.m. And there's only two of you, right? So there's mom and dad and you have three kids and 97 events to go to and you wanna be at all of them or else you don't feel like you're being present. I'm sorry, what? Maybe, maybe if we were less busy a little bit, we feel we could tackle this whole being present thing a lot easier. Like, does Johnny need to be in nine sports? Is he good at nine sports would be my first question. My second question would be, does Johnny enjoy being in nine sports or isn't Johnny in nine sports because his buddy Jeff is in nine sports and you wanna keep up with Jeff's mom? Or, you know, does, I mean, it can be any number of things. Why are there so many things on your plate if you feel like you can't be present in enough of them? We probably need to slow down a little bit to help find that balance that I started with in this segment. Finding balance can often mean just taking a step back and reevaluating everything on your plate and saying, okay, if I need to be more present in these key areas that are very important to me and very important to others, I need to, I need to pause a couple things to make sure I have the time to be present and that I don't feel guilty about it. It's okay to take time for yourself. It's okay to take date night. It's okay, and leave Johnny home with a babysitter. He's gonna be fine. You're gonna see him again in a couple hours. He's not even gonna know you're gone. It's gonna be fine. And if he knows you're gone, it's okay. It's okay. Johnny needs to learn to be on his own a little bit, even if he's like two. Never too, I don't have kids, but in my opinion, it's never too young for kids to know that they can spend a couple hours without their mom. 
<laughs> you need to spend time with your friends. You need other interaction with people other than your two-year-old during the day, right? So when your husband comes home at the end of the day and you've been stuck at home all day with Johnny, who's two years old and he's in 19 sports and he has 97 playdates today, hand little Johnny over to dad. You let dad be present with Johnny and you go out and be present with your girlfriends. What? I know. It's amazing. We need to stop overthinking being present because it's ruining the whole idea of being present. Do you hear that? Don't overthink being present because you're ruining the idea of just being present. I think being present should be the natural state. I think it once was when we didn't have so many things. We could just be with our families in the evening. We could just be with our friends and hang out. Do you remember just hanging out with friends and like not doing anything? These days, kids have to have video games going and they have to have food coming and they have to have mom doing all the things for them while their friends are. I mean, I, we used to just go and hang out with a friend. We would sometimes shoot basketball. If we didn't shoot basketball. We'd go hang out in the basement. When I lived in Colorado, we just would go sit in a basement and literally not do anything and have the best time because we were just there, just hanging out with people. We didn't have phones. We didn't have to text people. We didn't have to go do all the things. It was fine. I think we're too busy. And I want to really encourage you to be encourage you to be careful how you use the phrase and the idea of being present because it's easy to make someone feel unimportant when being present is an excuse to either not be with them, not support them, not listen to them, to not be present with them, right? So if you're using, oh, I need to be present with my family this weekend a lot, and that's excluding you from, you know, being present with other people that are important to you and who are, you know, you're important to them. Think about how you're using it. Think about if you're truly being present or if you're just trying to appear being present. And just, I, just, I encourage you to be present. I, I, be careful. <laughs> I think a lot of the things that we do and we post on Facebook um, can come across, um, as isolating to others, right? So you should be present with your family. Absolutely. Does that mean you can't also be present with your friends who haven't seen you in four months? No, not at all. I would say this, don't change anything about your life for likes. Okay. And I'm using air quotes on likes too, like a Facebook like, or for popularity or for people to understand you better or for, uh, you know, you to fit in better with the other moms and the PTA. Don't change anything about your life for anyone else, but you and or your family. And I've already said that, but I think it's really important. Being present isn't a trend. Okay. I want that to be very clear. It's not a trend. It should just be a thing. It shouldn't even be a thing, right? <laughs> it should never be a thing. It should be our natural state. We shouldn't have to have a movement to be present. We shouldn't have to tell people, hey, I'm being present with my family this evening. I'm shutting off the phone. Just shut off the phone and be present, right? <laughs> it should be an approach to life. It should be an approach to moments. It should create moments, right? You're not going to create memories and moments with people by being on the phone or by texting across the room. Nobody cares about that, right? You're gonna, being present with people creates moments. And I think that's what I miss a lot about um, different things is just being, um, just creating moments, natural moments, inorganic moments, spur of the moments, uh, because we lose so much of that uh, when we are not present. And it turned into a thing, okay, now I have to, okay, I have to make myself be present. And that's not relationship building either. Really, it's about building relationships. It's about, it's about understanding how people work. And it should just be an approach to life with others, with the activities that are important in your life. So with work, of course, you need to be present with, at work and with yourself. And I wanna emphasize with yourself because I think 
we can spend way too much time trying to be present with others who are important to us and we forget to be present with ourselves. And if we're not present with ourselves, if we're not real with ourselves, if we're not real with our motivations for, okay, I'm going to be present today. I'm going to be super, super present today. Um, I think you're missing the point. And I'm saying all of this as much to myself as I am to anyone who's listening. Um, you have to be present with yourself before you can be present with anyone else because nobody else wants to be around you if you can't hang out with yourself. As an introvert, I've got that pretty well in control. I love being with myself. <laughs> but I'm not always present with myself and I'm not always comfortable with myself. And I think the two of those things go hand in hand. You don't have to, this is what I say about growth too. You don't have to tell people that you've grown they will see it in you. You don't have to tell people that you're being more present. The people who need you to be more present will know. And because you are, you're just doing it. And it doesn't need to come from guilt. Nothing we should do, nothing we do should be motivated by guilt. But I think, and I'm, I, I have a huge guilt complex about a lot of things. And I get, um, I get caught up in that and it just needs to stop. It needs to stop for everyone. Guilt should not motivate you to be more present. You should be more present because you recognize a change that you need to make because you want to do something better to improve your life, the life of someone you love, and because you wanted to make it, make it a natural part of who you are. Being present is not an activity. Being present is not a trend. It shouldn't be a fad. It should be a part of life. It should just be who you are, being present with whoever you are. Don't make it intentional. Don't make it a thing. Tonight we're going to hang out and I'm going to be present with you. I'm going to put down my phone. No, just go hang out with people. Put down the phones. Make it a natural thing. Listen. Be there for others. The more you can be present with people, the more you're going to know people better. We get the wrong impression of people by text, by messenger, by Facebook. It's not who people really are. And seeing you on Facebook every day does not make you present with me. It does not make me present with you. So I think to bring the rambling to a close this evening, <laughs> make it a part of your life, but make it a natural thing. Don't make it a conscious effort. Don't post it on Facebook. Hey, I'm being present tonight with my family. See ya. Just do it. Just own it. Bust the buzzwords. Don't make it a buzzword. Stop saying it. Just be present. Make it an action. Make it a conscious thing, but make it a natural thing that you just kind of adopt into your lifestyle. And I think everything, not everything maybe, many more things will fall into place if you can just figure out, it's not a switch you flip on. Present, not present. Present, not present. It should just be a thing. It should be a natural thing. You walk into a room, put the phone down. You go hang out with friends, everybody puts their phone down. Unless you're showing pictures of like kids and puppies and things, then totally pull out your phone and show off the pictures. But make it a way of life instead of a buzzword. Because I guarantee you, it won't be very long before the next behavior buzzword shows up and we're all going to need to do that thing too. We're going to be filthy. We're going to feel guilty about not doing that or not being that. And that's not the way we need to operate. Don't feel guilty. Moms, don't feel guilty. You can be present with other people than just your kids and your spouse, and it's okay. <laughs> I promise it's okay. And your single friends miss you. All right? So be present, but actually be present. Don't just air quote, be present. All right. Thank you for listening again to me today. This has been uh, fun. All of my episodes are fun for me, though. 
if this is your first episode with me, I encourage you to go back and listen to some other ones. I talk about a wide variety of things because I firmly believe, and this is why I do this podcast for, well, there's a couple reasons, but I firmly believe that we all have stories to tell. And so sharing my story may reach somebody who hasn't heard something from my perspective. Um, sharing stories, uh, my stories may encourage someone else to share their story too. So I firmly believe you have a story to tell. I have a story to tell. I've chosen to tell mine in a couple ways, including this podcast. So I'm so thankful for you when you listen. Uh, you can find me in lots of places, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, uh, Stitcher, um, Gosh, there's Spotify and there's several others out there and whatever platform you're listening to me right now, if you're able to rate or review me, I would love for you to, if you enjoy it, give me a rating. If you think I'm stupid, give me a rating, whatever. I just appreciate good ratings and sharing these episodes helps a lot. Um, you'll notice now that I've got sponsors uh, in the episode. So sharing and listening uh, helps me uh, generate revenue and helps them accomplish what they want to by being a sponsor of my program. So I'm thankful for that. And so continue to share an episode. If you hear an episode that you think someone could benefit from, please, please, please share it with them. I appreciate it so much. I keep hearing from people who are listening and I just, I'm so thankful and so appreciative. If you would like to sponsor my podcast, you can certainly do that as a person or as a business uh, person. You can do that through the link that's connected with the information on this podcast, wherever you're listening from, it'll take you, take you to a website that's on the Anchor platform, which is how I do my podcasts. And you can be a sponsor. You can show me a little love. So it's Christmas. That's never, never a bad, bad thing to do at Christmas. Show love. Other than that, I'm just glad you're here. And I thank you so much for listening. I will see you. Well, I won't see you. I'll talk to you again on my next episode of I Have Things to Say because I have things to say. <laughs>